G'day, and welcome to the Fasting Highway Podcast, the podcast that's all about intermittent fasting. I'm your host, Graham Curry from Perth, Australia. I lost 60 kilograms or 132 pounds living an intermittent fasting lifestyle and have successfully maintained that weight loss. I'm also the author of the Amazon category best-selling book, The Fasting Highway, which will give you a great insight into what it's actually like to live it day to day, how to get started, what it's about, what are some of the health benefits that come from it, and how to turn it into a successful long-term lifestyle. In this series of podcasts, you'll be hearing from people from all over the world, from the beginners to the experienced and those that are on the journey. You'll also be hearing from some leaders in the intermittent fasting community, and you'll also be hearing from some past guests as we recheck in to see how they've been going. And thank you for joining us here on the Fasting Highway. Enjoy the show. G'day, and welcome to the Fasting Highway podcast, and this is episode 188, brought to you by our Patreon members community. Without the support of our Patreon members, we simply couldn't bring you this podcast. If you'd like to come and be a supporter of the podcast and of the Fasting Highway Facebook group Patreon, you can do that by going to the link in the show notes at www.patreon.com forward slash the Fasting Highway. You can see the two levels of support there from $5 a month. You also get a lot of support back for that. You get extra content, bonus podcasts, bonus discussion topics, and also you can join our twice-monthly Zoom meetings to get accountable with your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You'll see that link there in the show notes. Okay, folks, also I'd just like to give a big shout-out to our U Patreon members this week in Fenella, Teresa, Malili, Dora, Gillian, Mark, Marie, Luke, and Jenny. Thank you to all our U members and all of our members. And without you, this podcast simply wouldn't exist. Okay, folks, let's get on with today's podcast, and I'm going to be speaking on Karen Finn. And Karen resides in London, England. And Karen is a health and wellness coach. And Karen started her intermittent fasting lifestyle five years ago at age 50 to tackle undesirable menopausal symptoms and get back to feeling like herself again. And Karen has spent several years struggling with various symptoms, including weight gain, after being diagnosed as postmenopausal at age 43. And she tried all sorts of things to get healthy before she discovered intermittent fasting, as you'll hear about in the podcast. But welcome, Karen Finn. Oh, g'day, Karen, and welcome back to the Fasting Highway. Hello, thank you so much for having me again. Great to see you all the way there from London, and you're a very inspiring member of our intermittent fasting community right around the globe. People know your name. You're very popular there on IG with your chats that you have, and I find them very inspiring myself. But let's go back, Karen, to episode 52 some time ago now when you were last on the podcast. And maybe give the listeners a bit of a recap and anyone wants to listen to the full episode, they can go back to that. And just where you've got up to since then and, and what you're doing these days. So I I had an early menopause at age 43. Um, I started having symptoms from about age 39. Um, they included weight gain was one of the main things that the weight just kept starting, kept creeping up and um the old thing, the old ways of doing things weren't working anymore. Um, I also had insomnia, hot flushes, night sweats, um, lots of other symptoms, you know, random aches and pains, dizziness, mood issues, and brain fog. 
So I kind of spent several years trying to feel better and doing various diets, healthy, trying to be healthier, but also diets to keep the weight off and nothing was helping. And then uh, when I was about 50, someone, I, I was in a menopause Facebook support group and someone suggested reading Jen Stevens' Delay, Don't Deny for the weight loss. And so I decided to try it and um, I, I kind of jumped in with a 16 hour fast. So like a 16, eight protocol, right at like a couple of days after I read the book and I pretty much haven't looked back. I, I've been fasting for about five years now. I'm 55. I lost the excess weight that I had gained. I hadn't gained like a huge amount of weight, but it was about six kilograms or so, five, six kilograms. Um, and it was going in the wrong direction. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of nip that in the bud. Um, so that was like in the first year I was, I had lost all the weight. Um, and I've maintained my ideal weight ever since. And, but also one of the exciting things was that my health improved and I started to feel a lot better. Um, my blood result results showed like my cholesterol was lower and triglycerides and my, um, diabetes risk. The, the blood test you get for that and the inflammation had gone down a lot. Um, so I feel I'm feeling much better these days. And um, I do want to just say I, I do take hormone replacement therapy as well, just for full disclosure. <laughs> um, but I, I really believe that the combination of the fasting and the healthy lifestyle choices are a big part of why I'm feeling so much better. And um nothing, no one thing alone, especially like HRT is it's no, it's not a magic bullet. You know, you need like a toolbox. So, so then when my friends started having menopausal symptoms, I had already been going through it for several years. Um, they came to me for advice, uh, because they saw my transformation and they knew that I had a lot of years of trying everything to lose weight, especially and tackle my symptoms. And so I was kind of informally coaching them and advising them every time we we got together we would be talking about menopause and intermittent fasting and stuff like that so i decided to retrain as a health and wellness coach because i found it really fulfilling to help these women and it seemed like a lot of women didn't really know where to turn you know for advice and um my in my coaching intermittent fasting is at the foundation of of what i do so let's just wind it back there and let's go back to the beginning so what appealed to you about intermittent fasting? Was it something you were looking for to help you with those symptoms that you were having with the menopause? And then once you started it, you really started thinking, wow, this is really helping. And you wanted to continue it because as you said, you weren't a person that had a massive amount of weight to lose, but you were looking for a healthy lifestyle and something that was going to assist you. And that's what you found, I guess, over the last couple of years up to now. One of the biggest problems was my sleep issues and, uh, the, the knock-on effect was that I had very low energy and I was just looking for something. I, I kind of felt like, I don't know, like an 80-year-old woman. <laughs> and um, I, I was just looking for a healthy lifestyle, something that was flexible, something that didn't make me feel miserable all the time, like regular diets did. And um, yeah, yeah, obviously, like, I guess the initial attraction was the weight loss, even though I didn't have loads to lose. But um, I also was looking for something that was comprehensive and like a lifestyle choice and something that was sustainable, not just something that I could do for three months and then stop and, yeah. and then go, you know, go back on the roller coaster. And 
So one of the reasons I wanted to get you on today, Karen, obviously you've become very well known in this space and helping women with menopause and that sort of thing and through your business that you do there. And so we're going to get into that in a minute because there's a lot of questions I have. And I know there's a lot of men sitting out there listening to this. Their partners may be going through it. There may be women that are in their sort of 30s wondering what to expect. And we can talk about that. But before we do that, age 39, the menopausal symptoms started to happen. Is that a typical of the age range for people that may not know of when menopausal symptoms strike? Or is it a broad range? And from what sort of age can that happen? Um, it can happen, the symptoms can happen from that age, that perimenopausal symptoms. Um, so it can, it can kind of, your, your hormones kind of start changing around your mid thirties, even if you don't have symptom yet, symptoms yet. Um, a lot of women don't really notice the symptoms until their mid forties. So maybe I was slightly earlier, um, in, in terms of that, uh, but, but it's, it's not completely unusual to have symptoms that, you know, you're in your late thirties. Um, I was just surprised because I had only had my daughter when I was 38. So that was the last thing on my mind, <laughs> you know, I was feeling very fertile. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it can range a lot. I mean, some people are much later. Some people might not be until their late forties. Some people might not have any symptoms. So they, it's, um, I think they say about 75% of women will have some kind of symptoms. Yeah. And just for people listening out there that may not sort of know what we're talking about when we talk about the symptoms, what sort of things are they, Karen? What What's actually happening at that time? Let's talk about menopause. And Karen, there's mm -hmm. a lot of men that don't fully understand what the actual meaning of menopause is. And as I was alluding to there, there could be some women that are in their sort of early 30s or late 20s that don't really even think about it um, and they might not even know what it is. So can you sort of describe in layman's terms what menopause is? Uh, sure. It's, I would say, sim put simply, it's just, it's when a woman stops having her monthly periods because her ovaries have stopped producing eggs. Um, so all the reproductive hormones, uh, the, the levels fluctuate and then they eventually decline and so the cycle that used to produce the monthly period eventually stopped. Medically, a woman officially hits menopause on, like menopause is really just one day. It's it's the day that's 12 months after she hasn't had a period. When she hasn't had a period for 12 months, that's the like the one day you're in menopause. And then after that, it's post-menopause. The average age for that is around 51. Yeah, so after that 12-month period of not having a period, a woman is considered post-menopausal. And, and that's, of course, if it happens naturally. So if some women have surgical or medical menopause, um, you know, they had maybe they had their ovaries removed or they had chemotherapy or radiotherapy or they had some kind of a treatment that, to suppress ovarian function for some issue like endometriosis. Um, so there are other times that, you know, it's it can happen unnaturally. Sure. Um, so perimenopause is a lot of people don't have never even heard of that. <laughs> and um, it's the time that's leading up to menopause. And um, like I said, it can start in your mid thirties, but most women start if they, if they're going to have symptoms, they usually notice them in their forties and it can average. They say the experts say that um, the transition from perimenopause to menopause can average around four to eight years. 
but I would say really everybody's different. Um, and so there's there's three main reproductive hormones that are at play here. There's estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And in perimenopause, the progesterone levels are usually the first to start declining. And that, and that can cause um, like erratic periods. Maybe the timing is not as regular or the periods are heavier or lighter. And so that's one of the, often one of the first symptoms that you're perimenopausal. Um, and then progesterone is also a calming hormone. So when it starts to deplete, some women can start to experience broken sleep or feel maybe tense or anxious. Um, so that's another sign, but sometimes people don't realize it because, you know, they've got a stressful job or they have kids or they have other life things that are going on. And, and so it kind of, it can creep up on you and you don't realize it. Um, and so while the progesterone is falling, then the estrogen levels start to fluctuate and they can they can go up and down like crazy, basically. They can fluctuate really wildly and that can lead to other symptoms um, because estrogen, it's, it's a reproductive hormone, but it's also, it affects like every part of your body and it's, it's responsible for the smooth running of most bodily functions your brain health, your digestion, your bones, your joints and muscles and tendons, your heart, uh, regulating blood sugar, uh, your skin and your hair and your nails. There's like every system, so many cells in your body are, are um, activated <laughs> by estrogen. So uh, when the estrogen starts to go crazy, <laughs> yeah. things, you know, start to kind of go crazy too. And um, then there's the testosterone, which a lot of people don't even know that women have, but they do have testosterone, not obviously not at the same levels. But when your testosterone starts to decline, uh, that can really affect your libido and it can affect your testosterone supports your bone and muscle strength. So you might notice that you're, you know, losing muscle mass and, and it also can affect your energy levels and, and even your self-confidence. So Karen, if you have a wife or a partner, I can imagine this is a very emotional time in a woman's life. Confusion, emotions, wondering what's going on, you know, just crying out, thinking, you know, what's happening to me, all of that. So if you're a guy that has a wife or a partner that's going through menopause or a lady that's got a wife that's going through this, how can they sort of help? What sort of things can they do with empathy and that sort of thing? How would you say to a man, you know, how to understand what's going on and how to deal with that and help their partner at the same time or a woman? Um, that's Thank you for asking that. It's really nice to hear um, because I think a lot of partners are very confused too and uh, they don't really know what to do. Um, and I think just keeping the lines of communication is really, oh, keeping the lines of communication open is really important. Um, and I would say, you know, just kind of asking, what can I do for you? You know, what do you need now? Um, and if there's emotional outbursts, which can happen sometimes, just, you know, not, don't take it personally and try not to, sometimes I think you just need to stop and take a deep breath. And if you need to walk away, even walk away, but um, being as supportive and as possible and showing as much love as possible and hug, you know, or just, if she wants to be alone, just, you know, let her be alone. And, uh, don't take it personally. 
maybe not in the heat of an emotional upheaval, but you might want to encourage your partner to to seek help somewhere, maybe from a doctor or, um, you know, even go to the appointment with her because sometimes it can be really scary. I would say the one one thing that is not helpful <laughs> is to ask how long this is going to last. You know, believe me, she she has no idea either and she would love it to not last. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think just, you know, educating yourself about it as well is really. Is there a, a typical time period where it does last, Karen? Is there some research or studies like a period of time? Is there, Or is it so different and everybody's such an individual with this that it it's not really a certain period of time. It just takes what it takes. I think it does. I mean, some women, you know, breeze through it in a year. Some women breeze through it with nothing, even those symptoms. So I don't want to sound like all doom and gloom. But then there are other women who, you know, I, I think the average they say is seven to nine years. But, you know, it's really, really variable. For some women, it can last for the rest of their lives or it really depends on the individual. And I think um, definitely, you know, the kind of lifestyle they lead can have a huge impact as well. Yeah. And I guess unexpected weight gain is often a symptom of heading towards perimenopause and menopause. Would that be correct to say that? That sometimes a woman experience that unexpected rapid weight gain? Uh, yeah, I do get a lot of women, you know, a lot of women complaining about um, weight gain during this period in their lives, even even women who have never had weight issues before, um, or who are, you know, always, always really fit. I mean, some some doctors say that it's not the hormones. Um, you know, some people say it's, oh, it's just part of aging, or, you know, your life, you, you exercise less when you get older, or, you know, your metabolism slows down. And, and yes, that's possibly at play as well. But I know plenty of women who have stayed active and who, you know, are really healthy, and, and they still feel like, you know, they start gaining weight where they 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 never had that problem before. And my own personal experience, you know, I never really had an issue with that. Um, and then suddenly, <laughs> you know, you look at something, a piece of loaf of bread and it's... I was listening to my wife um, interview another lady on in our Patreon community and they were talking about their experiences with menopause and in particular around fasting. And so we're going to get to that now. Intermittent fasting and menopause. Just tell us in your experience, Karen, how can intermittent fasting help a woman that's going through this? Um, I love talking about this. <laughs> it's it's my favorite thing. It's it's like my thing. Um, and I'm I'm sure you've noticed in your Facebook group a lot of women are talking about it as well um, in your community. So I I feel like fasting has transformed my menopause. Um, and that's why it's a fundamental part of my coaching. But um, in terms of yeah, how it can help women, I think one of the main things is the reduced inflammation. There aren't, there aren't really studies at the moment about specifically about intermittent fasting and menopause, but there are studies about inflammation and how it affects you when you, you know, how it reduces when you do intermittent fasting. And inflammation is a big issue when you're menopausal and it can exacerbate a lot of your symptoms, you know, like aches and pains and anything from aches and pains to brain fog, to gut and digestive issues. Um, that's all impacted by inflammation. And also um, another thing that intermittent fasting is known to 
do is stabilize your blood sugar regulation. And that's another thing that kind of can go haywire when you're menopausal, you're, you're, it's harder to uh, regulate your blood sugar. The fasting can really help with that. And I've, I've seen loads of menopausal women benefit from fasting to be convinced that it's beneficial, even though there aren't any official studies out there yet. And, but I think there, there are some on the way. And um, like many of my clients tell me when they start fasting and they notice their hot flushes and their night sweats reduce, like really before that any kind of weight loss even happens, women notice that they're starting to feel better straight away. So that like their aches and pains, they might have joint pains um, or sore muscles. That seems to be one of the things that a lot of people notice first that intermittent fasting helps. Um, better sleep, which is a biggie, um, that can really help. And, and also just greater mental clarity. I think um, brain fog is a big issue for a lot of women and the fasting, a lot of women who I talk to say that they really just feel like their mind is so much clearer when they when they're doing fasting and i've noticed that for myself as well um and then and then because your blood sugars regulated cravings go down as well you know sugar and junk food cravings um and so that has the knock-on effect of being able to, to lose the menopausal weight um so i mean i i just think there's so many ways that fasting can benefit um women it, it, it's a healing you know it, it it helps you heal your body and um I, i'm not saying that it, you can completely alleviate all of your symptoms <laughs> just by intermittent fasting but i think it's it can really help a lot in conjunction with other um healthy lifestyle choices like making sure you're getting good sleep and stress management and and regular exercise and good nutrition um and, you know, if you want to take HRT, that's a very individual choice that, you know, they all can work well together. Just talk about nutrition there for a minute. I mean, obviously, I mm -hmm. I sort of talk about it. And I think good nutrition is important for everybody, whether they're fasting or not. And I'm coming from a background of very poor nutrition. I know how my life has changed since I changed that into eating what makes me feel my greatest. So for a woman that's going through menopause, I guess nutrition really plays a part too to make them feel even better and then reduce those symptoms. Would that be fair to say that nutrition does play a part? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Um, anything that is anti-inflammatory, you know, eating whole foods and, and lots of veggies and, and uh, trying to stay away from sugar and processed foods as much as possible can really, really make a huge difference in how you feel and, you know, a lot of people, even if they don't do the intermittent fasting, even if they just cut out sugar, they notice they feel much better. Um, yeah, kind of eating the right nutrients for menopause. Yeah, making sure you get enough protein, which a lot of women don't get. It, it, it makes a massive difference. Let's just get back to the man out there listening. I know a lot of couples listen to this podcast together as well. And just for the guys, where can they where can they get the knowledge and better understand about menopause? What is happening to their partner or wife? Where can they find some of this knowledge and, and read up about it or listen to some stuff that you may have you can point them in the right direction? Um, well, there's I, I mainly know about what's available in the UK, uh, but obviously it's everything's online now. So um the there's a doctor called Louise Newson here in the UK who has kind of dedicated her life to educating everybody she can, including other doctors. Um, 
but also the public. And she has an app and a website called Balance. And the website has a page called Balance for Partners. I can get I can give you the link up to put in the notes if if you want. Yeah. Um, there's there's resources on that um, for for partners. There's also a website called Menopause Matters, and it, they have a magazine as well, which I actually contribute to regularly. Uh, they have a PDF on their website called Advice for Husbands, which is really helpful. Yeah, and they also actually did one issue of their magazine that was totally dedicated to men and helping them understand what was going on. And, and that's available on their website. Uh, it was issue 65 that they did. I think it was a couple of years ago, but um, it's a good resource. And, you know, I can give you all the links. Yeah. So if you want to post them. Uh, yeah. And there's, there's another charity called healthtalk.org, which also has some short video clips with advice for partners. Yeah. I think that's so helpful. Thank you. But, you know, I really think it's important that men do talk to their partner or wife about what is happening to them and how they feel. And, you know, it's really important to be gentle with your partner and show that empathy and get around them. I mean, you love them dearly. I mean, I know my own forever girl, Lou, and who I love with all my heart and seeing her go through this, sometimes it's heartbreaking, you know, like you, you see those sort of symptoms you talked about. Things I wanted to ask you is about with the hot flushes or flashes, um, some people call them at night. Can you just explain about that process and what's happening there? So men might be able to understand that. Um, yeah, it's the it has to do with the the changing estrogen levels affecting the areas of your brain that kind of maintain your body temperature. I guess the messages get skewed. Uh, they're not they're not a hundred percent sure what causes it, but it's related. It's thought to be related to that. Um, so it's 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 kind of hard to describe because it's it's like it just hits you it can it rises in you it's like the most intense furnace like heat that it just like you said it's like a switch that suddenly turns on and it's not like being hot from exercise or on a hot day it's it's a different kind of heat like it's kind of this all consuming heat <laughs> That's very internal. It comes from the inside and you just feel like you're going to self-combust basically. Yeah. And it's it's extremely uncomfortable. It can be embarrassing if you're in public and you're suddenly dripping with sweat. Uh, so that there's that as well. And um, but a lot of women also can, along with that, they can, you know, their heart can start beating faster or they can get anxiety along with that. So so it's it's so much more than just feeling hot. And even looking at you on this video, I can remember from interviewing you before, just how vibrant you look and your skin's lovely and you look 10 years younger than what you did two years ago. So <laughs> obviously this lifestyle is really doing you well too. And I know women personally myself that have all testified that the fasting is really helping them. So I think that's really great that if women look into it more, but Karen, you've been super inspiring on the podcast today, but how do people get hold of you? And just tell us a bit about your coaching business and, and what you do for women and where you're located and all that sort of thing. Because I know you're living in London there now. Um, yeah, I'm based in London. And um, my so I do most of my coaching is online, actually. And I do a lot of group stuff. Um, I, I kind of, I my main course is called the Intermittent, um, fasting for menopause 
kickstart program and that's a six-week course that i run um and it, it it explains what's going on in menopause and how you you might have to do things differently when you're menopausal um than you used to do in terms of everything it's i mean it it, it talks about it it takes women through the fasting how to learn how to fast step by step but it's also kind of an educational thing where i do give like do a little class every week um you know, and I talk about nutrition and stuff like that too. Um, and then I also do little courses just on healthy habits for menopause sometimes. Uh, I do I do do one-on-one -on -one consultations with women. You know, sometimes they come to me with a specific issue they want to talk about and, you know, kind of address and they just want advice or coaching. And then other times they just want a, a really quick like, tell me how to do intermittent fasting, <laughs> you know, get me started. And um, I also have a, a Facebook group. It It's a free Facebook group, and it's called Fasting for Menopause and More. And it's Fasting the Number Four Menopause and More. And that's just a support group for, it's, it's kind of about overall um, menopausal wellness for, for women who are also interested in fasting, you know, the focus is on intermittent fasting, but Fantastic. we talk about lots of other, other things too. I think you should create a uh, course for men to learn about this as well. I think that would be really great. I know I'd sign up to it because I'm really interested <laughs> in the subject because when you live with somebody that's going through that, I think it's so important to, you know, and understand it. And I think that's the hardest thing for women when they're, partners may not be supportive or they're not understanding. I can only imagine how horrible that is. And, you know, as I said, when you love someone so deeply, you'll throw your life down on the line for them, like I would for my forever girl. So if she's going through a tough spot, then I want to know how to help her. And I would really suggest to all men out there, you know, to do that, get in the trenches and just say, okay, anything I can do to help, just reach out. You don't have to talk about it every five minutes if you don't feel like it, but I'm going to try and get some education about this. I'm going to try and understand it and I'm going to try and support you even better. But Karen, just on mm -hmm. intermittent fasting itself, and you're obviously been doing this for five years now, you've got a pretty good handle on it. Just before we go, if you're sitting around there in a cafe in London, near the Eye or Brown Parliament House, Big Ben, some mm -hmm. of the great landmarks of the world, and some friends are saying, hey, Karen, we want to know about intermittent fasting. You've got two minutes to tell us why we should do it and give us some advice. Go. You've got nothing to lose, first of all. I, I should say that, unfortunately, a lot of there's a lot of misinformation about it. And some women might have heard that it's not good for you if you're a woman, especially if you're menopausal. And that's just not true. Um, obviously, anything if you do anything in excess and, and you over fast or you, you know, it's not going to be healthy for you. But if you learn how to do it in a gentle, gradual way, um, it can it can just really benefit your health, it can make you, it, it's very empowering. A lot of women I speak to find it very, very empowering because it gives them back control where they feel like maybe they've lost control. It's not just about losing weight, although it does help with that and it, and it, it helps with physical health as well and symptoms. Um, it's, it's kind of sets you on a journey where, a journey of self-discovery, I guess. Um, and you learn more about yourself. You learn to trust your body um, and listen to the signals that your body is sending you instead of being at the mercy of 
some diet that's telling you what to eat or whatever, what you can and can't eat. And it's just, it's very liberating. It, it gives you so much freedom and flexibility. And most women I know who start it can't imagine ever going back to the diet mindset once once they start fasting. Because when you fast, you kind of get rid of that diet mindset and your relationship with food completely changes. So it's a big thing. <laughs> it's like a whole journey. Um, and it's about self-love and self-care as well. It's not just a diet or, you know, something to lose weight. Finding your way to autopilot wellness on the fasting highway, as I like to say. And um, I think once we get there, and I think even living life and maintenance now for some years, intermittent fasting is so giving. It's a freeing lifestyle. It never stops surprising me. Every day I find something that's you. Like no matter how small it is, something will happen and I'll go, wow, that's incredible. And I think anybody out there that's sort of contemplating doing intermittent fasting or maybe heading into menopause, what Karen was talking about, or you're sitting out there and you've got some serious food issues that you're dealing with and you're looking for something once you've done that to move into a lifestyle where it's going to be sustainable, then give it a crack. But Karen Finn, thank you for joining me here today on the Fasting Highway. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Karen. Wonderful to talk to you again. And thank you so much for that great explanation of those topics that we discussed. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And I really learned a lot. And I'm sure people sitting out there also did and gave them sort of a better insight into menopause and fasting in general. So thank you again. I look forward to catching up with you in six to 12 months and keep inspiring and keep helping. And thank you so much again, Karen. Wonderful. Okay, folks. Also, as you heard, the podcast is brought to you by our Patreon community, Without the support of our Patreon community, we simply couldn't bring you these podcasts and stories each week. So if you enjoy the podcast or you are a member of the Fasting Highway Facebook group and you're getting something from it and you'd like to give something back, you can do that by supporting our Patreon for as little as $5 a month or $10 a month. That are two levels. For that, you get extra content, bonus episodes. You also get to join two Zoom meetings, Northern Hemisphere and Southern Hemisphere a month to discuss your fasting and get accountable with other fasters in the community. Okay, folks, until next week, be well, be safe, and remember, clean fasting is everlasting.